And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's uh, Friday, it's the 2nd of September. Uh, and Paul, did you get your trees sorted out yesterday? Well, it was a good thing we, you guys uh, did the podcast because the chainsaws were running right there at our usual uh, uh, podcasting time. So, yep, trees all down, it's all cleaned up. Excellent. Well, let's get on to today's news. Uh, obviously, it is Friday. It's going to be a relatively good weekend, uh, but people want to probably get ready for it. Uh, let's start with one of our favourites, which is our mini Fres Neo, uh, Guanajuato Silver. We all love saying that. Uh, it is, of course, uh, a client of VSA Capital. It's on the TSX. Uh, we'd love to obviously get more people in London investing in it because it is doing so many exciting things. Um, but they had an operations update late last night, didn't they? So our time. Yes, that's uh, right. Uh, yeah, it's an update on uh, some of the activities on the various properties, uh, including those that they have uh, are uh, completing the acquisition on from uh, Great Panther uh, here in the Guadalajara uh, uh, area, as well as uh, elsewhere in Mexico. Uh, El Cubo mine production is up in July, 144,000 silver equivalent ounces. That's an improvement of 23% on the June production number. And they expect uh, that to uh, be further boosted by uh, um, production from uh, some of the uh, acquired assets from uh, Great Panther, which will be feeding some, begin feeding some material over from those operations to El Cubo to quote unquote fill the mill. And uh, for instance, uh, expecting from the San Ignacio uh, project, they expect uh, to start trading between five and six thousand tons of material from San Ignacio at El Cubo uh, for the remainder of 2022. The Valenciana mine complex uh, is uh, progressing well toward a restart uh, that uh, Guanajuato would like to do on that operation. And with the Topia mine, uh, they are selling concentrates over to Ocean Partners UK, uh, about 98 tons of zinc silver concentrate uh, shipped just since acquisition. And of course, one of the things at the moment, we've got gold and silver quite weak. Um, I mean, they're weak, obviously, if you look at them in dollar terms, of course, actually in sterling, it's quite good because the dollar is strengthening so much um, that actually gold looks quite good if you're a sterling investor, as does silver. Um, so uh, you've obviously got to look at which country you are, where you're investing in it to a certain extent, but that obviously that, will affect all of these um, gold and silver stocks. Yes, that's right. And it also depends on if you're an operator like Guanajuato, uh, in whose currency are your expenses in, because that has big uh, impact on your operating costs. Yeah, and then that, of course, is true across every mining company because they're all around the world. There's a lot of strange things going on at the moment. Um, but we are seeing the oil price come off, the gas price come off slowly but surely. Energy conditions are starting to get back to normal. Um, anyway, um, OK, uh, now Barrick is a big one. Um, they've done a couple of deals in, in some royalties, haven't they, Paul? Yes, they sure have. Uh, two different uh, uh, sales of uh, Barrick uh, royalties to two different junior royalty companies. Uh, first off, uh, New York quoted uh, gold royalty, uh, picked up a bunch of royalties from the Nevada gold mines uh, uh, joint venture between Barrick and Newmont for uh, $27.5 million US, and that includes uh, 
some net smelter return royalties on the Bald Mountain uh, mine, for instance, uh, which is has been an operating sediment-hosted deposit in eastern Nevada for a good two decades now, um, as well as a 10% net profits interest on the Granite Creek mine operated by I-80 Gold. So that's a pretty good deal uh, there for as far as sustaining expenses are concerned for gold royalty because they needed it uh, with the failure of their takeover of Elemental uh, here just in, in the past few months. Second uh, deal done is a sale of uh, royalties to Mavericks Metals Royalty, a different royalty company. 22 different royalties sold and the purchase price on that about $60 million uh, US. Uh, most of which uh, in uh, both of these deals uh, involve both cash and shares. Yeah, actually, whilst on royalties, there's a bit of a uh, an update or something, isn't there, out there on Trident royalties, which is listed in the UK. It's on their Lincoln Gold project. Is that right, Paul? Yes, that's right. Uh, Diversified Mining Royalty Company traded here on AIM. Uh, they had announced... Uh, that the with this uh, Sutter Operations Corp, uh, which they otherwise called Seduli for the Lincoln Gold project there in Nevada, uh, Trident has agreed to provide waivers in relation to the security position on that uh, um, payments uh, schedule, so that it's, it provides a little more uh, financing flexibility as that operation attempts to scale uh, to uh, commercial production. All right, fair enough. Anything else you want to mention? Is, or should we wrap it up there, Paul? And Implats uh, had their numbers come out yesterday. Impala Platinum, the South African uh, um, Platinum Group Metals producer, and they were weaker uh, on the year-on-year -year, uh, basis here. So it'll be – but they were forecasting that the Platinum and Rhodium markets – Rhodium markets remain pretty solid, but uh, that – or excuse me, palladium, whereas platinum will probably still be in surplus this year as uh, things like uh, uh, auto and uh, vehicle sales are challenged by these inflationary pressures. Yes, don't confuse your palladiums and your platinums, Paul. That's right. Could be very dangerous. All right, we'll <laughs> call it a day there. Uh, everybody have a great weekend, I hope. And okay. uh, um, we will actually, I'll probably ask somebody else to do the, the podcast on monday as i have a rather important breakfast meeting um but enjoy the weekend everybody thanks paul very good